Hi, this is Billy D, Cascade Hoops Talk. Join us on Twitter, Cascade Hoop Talk, Facebook, Cascade Hoop Talk. I hope you enjoy our conference review. We're going to start in just 30 seconds. Welcome back. This is Billy D. We're going to review the Crossroads League, where the teams are at, where the standings are, and what's going to happen over the next week. We're going to start with number one, Spring Arbor. They're 3-1 and one now. Last Tuesday, they had a very tight game with Rochester. Rochester looked to be a control in the second half, and then Paul Marindad just took over. Probably about an eight-minute period in the second half. I believe he scored 15 points. Spring Arbor went on to a tight 73-72 victory against Rochester. Tuesday night, Spring Arbor played Concordia University, and they had another tight game, winning this time 78-75. They were down eight with 9.38 to go, and then they outscored Concordia by nine over the next three minutes. Brandon Durnell iced it with two key free throws. Durnell just came up so big in that second half. He ended up with a double-double, 27 points, 13 rebounds. DeWilt, 15, and Marindette, 12 points, 7 assists. This Thursday, they traveled to number 9, Madonna. That's playing well after a couple of tough losses to start the season. And they have transfer Henry Spite is beginning to play well for Madonna. Be a good road test for Spring Arbor. Saturday, they'll be on the road at Ohio Christian of the River States Conference. Number 4, Indiana Wesleyan. They're off to a 5-1 and one start. A couple big wins for them this weekend. Friday, playing number 17, Union defeating them 92-73, and Saturday defeating NAI newcomer Lincoln, which is a new team to the NAI, other than NAI independent, but a very good team. Indiana Wesleyan beat them 83-74. Kyle Mangus continues to be the high scorer for Indiana Wesleyan. He is Kyle Mangus every night. Uh, however, I think the big news out of this weekend is freshman Noah Smith, another young man from Fishers, Indiana, He's really starting to come on, scoring 11 against Union and then 20 against a good Lincoln team. And, of course, Seth Maxwell, he just continues to dominate the middle. Next, Indiana Wesleyan travels to number 14 IU East on November 12th. Uh, IU East has been struggling. They'll be looking to make a statement at home. Number 8, Mount Vernon Nazarene. October 30th, they play Kent State Tuscararas. And I hope that's the last time I have to say that school. Defeating them 101-70. to And on November 1st, uh, NC2A D3 Denison. And they just, well, they pounded them 91-58. to Their first big test was Tuesday night. They traveled to Indiana Tech and they won 83-77. Uh, it seemed as though they just maintained a 5-9 to nine point gap pretty much all the way. Mountain Vernon looked good. and. They had balanced scoring. Jevin Knox, Austin James, Jacob Paul, Alex Johnson, they all either had 16 or 17. Uh, Indiana Tech is struggling to find their offense, and they're in a deep hole to start the season. Uh, But good news for Mount Vernon Nazarene, they got a big road win. Uh, Their next game, Friday, they host Lords, and then Tuesday, they play University of Rio Grande. Number 15, Marion. Uh, Tuesday, they defeated Ohio Christian 100-64. Redshirt freshman Christian Harvey came off the bench for 21. Uh, he's definitely going to be one of those uh, youngsters to watch. There's several several of them across the country. On Saturday, 
Marion travels to Roosevelt University. Uh, they're 0-3. They're out of the Chicago Conference. Uh, they've been struggling a bit. Marion will definitely be favored in that one. Number 24, St. Francis. They traveled to Clark University Classic. They knocked off a couple of NAI D1 schools. Friday, they defeated Clark University on their floor, 102-99 in an overtime thriller. And Saturday, they defeated Grandview, 74-54. Tuesday, they traveled to Lourdes, and they pulled out a 72-70 squeaker. Antoine Cushenberry hit a three with 54 seconds to go, and then they held Lourdes to one single point from there on. Lance Dollison is probably their most consistent performer, but they have someone every night step up, someone different. It's either Lotzenheiser or Austin Compton or Jeffrey Reynolds. St. Francis is 3-0. They've yet to stumble. Their next action on Friday the 8th, they, they host Silver Lake College. And on the 12th, they go to University of Michigan Dearborn. Bethel, they have been the surprise team in the Crossroads League and one of the main surprise teams across the nation. Uh, they defeated Indiana South Bend on Friday, 100-76. to And then Saturday, they beat a good Siena Heights team, 76-66. to Bethel is 4-0, and three of those wins are on the road. Uh, Trevian Cruz and Grant Galan have just been spectacular. Uh, Trevian Cruz, and they're both averaging 21.5 points per game. Uh, Cruz is averaging, averaging 7 assists a game as well, as well as uh, between the two of them, they average 12 rebounds a game, and Trevian Cruz is shooting 60% so far in four games. Those two have been spectacular. Bethel has been very hard to beat up to this point. They'll be home on Saturday taking on Holy Family and NAI Independent. They're 1-3, and three, and Bethel should be expected to win that game, and then they'd be 5-0. and oh. Taylor is 2-0. and oh. On Friday, they defeated Judson 70-65. On Friday, they host Thomas Moore. And on Tuesday, big test as they travel to IU Kokomo. IU Kokomo just defeated uh, NAI Independent Lincoln. So far this year, they've only played seven or eight men. That's rare this these days. Taylor has a balanced attack. They haven't been tested up to this point. We'll see how they do at Kokomo. Grace College, 2-0 and so far. Uh, they beat Lincoln Christian, 77-66. They're an NAI independent, and they also beat University of Northwestern Ohio, a WAC team. Uh, they beat them 92-84. Charlie Warner and Matt Jennings have been consistent performers. They've jumped out of the gate, won a couple of games. You know, they've had their first coaching change in about a half a century uh, next up, they go to the Rio Grande Tournament, and they face Michigan-Dearborn on Friday. We'll see how they do this weekend. They'll be tested. Huntington is also 2-0. Last Wednesday, easily defeating Ohio Chilcoth. And Tuesday night, a shock win as Huntington travels down to River State's power, IU East, and defeats them 73-71. Congratulations, Huntington. Very big win. IU East is a tough out, and they were at IU East. IU East had a chance at a buzzer beater, but time ran out. Uh, big games this weekend. Uh, they play Judson and then a team to be announced. Uh, it's a tournament. They're at Ness Brothers Hall of Fame tournament. Uh, Huntington looking to follow up on that big win. They were picked low in the conference. 
uh, congratulations on their great start and that that big win. It's been a bit up and down for Goshen so far. Uh, they're two and three on the season. Last Tuesday, beating University of Northwestern Ohio 78-69. Saturday, they fell to Trinity International 93-79. And then they bounced back to beat Oakland University 94-66. Wednesday night, losing to Siena Heights 80-70. And their next game is Saturday at Concordia. They played Siena Heights at home, and they play Concordia at home. Uh, Goshen seems to be struggling a bit. Uh, they really need a signature win. So far in the Crossroads League, they've performed well. Outside of Spring Arbor's loss to number 12 Cornerstone, uh, no team that's expected to win has lost at a national level. Uh, there's been a couple of surprises. We mentioned Huntington and uh, unranked Bethel making some big noise. These teams will all be entering league play very soon, and every game is going to be a war. If you live anywhere near a crossroad league school, you need to get your tickets, and you need to be there every night. This is the best entertainment value in America. Thank you for joining us for our Crossroad League update. This is Billy D. with Cascade Hoops Talk. If you like us, favorite and subscribe, and demand that your friends listen to me. Thank you.